0: The Everything Sequel podcast is brought to you by Tuity Fitness and the Vegas Beer Guys. The Everything Sequel podcast contains explicit
1: language. Cuz we learned it from you, dad. Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel podcast. This Is the Halloween edition. Today, we talk Halloween kills. The movie that killed our souls. Michael Schantz here of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, the man relishing beating up on a Halloween movie, Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Say hello to everyone, Tom.
0: There's a big fella in our bathroom and he's wearing a monster mask. (laughs) Now, that guy is clearly a gifted comic actor. Yes, I love that couple, how they react, how they sell that moment. Mm -hmm. And yet, I remain aggrieved that we need to reduce a moment like that to what they can mine comedically out of it. Yeah, right. When did that become... Part of our agenda. (laughs) Also, I don't think I ever put
1: it together until this round of viewing. Mm. But why is the woman that is clearly working for this man as a nurse? Right. That's what it's. Oh, I thought they were a couple. Well, I think they were that too, but. (laughs) Oh Jesus! Oh, that's a dimension I haven't even. Explored. But she's also the person who's showing the reporters the the Judith Myers gravestone in the first movie. Is
0: it really And I was
1: like, what the fuck is she doing there? Well,
0: that's two levels of that character I haven't picked up on. What the fuck? So may, maybe I maybe maybe I maybe I've got this movie wrong. Maybe uh, it deserves a second chance. I, even Actually, I don't think, think it. it does. No. no, it definitely doesn't. It definitely doesn't. But I mean, it, everything that I feel about this movie is, in spite of those kind of interesting connections between them, between this and the other movie, uh-huh. like they do exist. Yeah, but like, you know what's funny? They work. They works together as a couplet. Yeah, in terms of continuity. In terms of continuity, it does. But but it also but what you lose from that is you yeah. know is way more than what you gain. The other
1: thing That's... for me though is, you know, not too long ago we just did an American Werewolf in Paris. We we certainly did. And and you were very upset at that movie saying that that movie retroactively makes an yes, American yeah. Werewolf in London a worse movie and I was, you know, intellectually I can understand why you would say that but I can separate the two because to me it's like such a different movie that it, it you, they don't even feel like they're part of the same universe yes it's to me it's only in title only so I I you know mm-hmm. I I'll I can I can watch an American werewolf in London with with a clean conscience and be fine but okay. I do think that Halloween Kills actively keeps making Halloween a worse movie
0: uh now it doesn't it now as you know you know what my perspective is going to be on this. Uh, it doesn't need yes, it so doesn't I, need right. that kind of help. But and right. it the doesn't thing need this movie's help. Yeah, the
1: thing that the, the thing that's interesting <laughs> to me is that I didn't realize how right you you are because the the one I think I mentioned this in our last episode, the one thing that I completely disregarded from Halloween that I that I had basically The Dark Knight Rises about was the yeah. sartain storyline and so because <laughs> i shunted all that to the side and just tried yeah. to ignore it, it ignore it it includes it included the part that this was all his plan so i was yeah. i was still kind of thinking that halloween was still michael between michael and Laurie.
0: right it really is and isn't. it isn't no.
1: really even in that movie but when but it really upset me about in this podcast, movie when Lonnie is yeah. like, look at this map. He's just, he wasn't, he didn't want to go there. He's just trying to get back to his house. I thought, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, why yeah. are they taking everything actively out of a Halloween movie that we want? And that they also put in that last movie. Because Laurie Strode thinks it's between them. Well, it's so,
0: there's so many examples God of that damn it. here. <laughs> there's so many examples of going back on forth on your own bullshit story that you shouldn't have invented in the first place. Oh, man. (laughs) Fuck. But also, I was interested, like, you know, given that I believe the Sartain storyline was one of the less popular um, parts Mm -hmm. of of the reception to Halloween 2018, Mm -hmm. I'm interested that they refer to it here, given that he has no relevance or impact on the storyline. He's got a crushed head. And yet they still, you know, they, they still recap his story. Yeah. And you'd think that this would be the perfect opportunity to pretend that never happened. Oh,
1: man. All right. Because
0: it, as you say, in all other aspects of the story, they are acting like something else was going <laughs> yeah, on. right. Bef- before they decide to replace it with a with a totally different storyline that comes from, absolutely from left field. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and
1: gentlemen... Here we are talking about Halloween Kills, a 2021 film once again directed by David Gordon Green. We, of course, mentioned this in the last episode, but more known for comedy, Pineapple Express, The Sitter, Your Highness. Uh, We got Our Brand is Crisis. You know, we got television shows like Eastbound and Down, Vice Principles, Righteous Gemstones.
0: Good shows. And they're all good. Yeah. Well, the, the
1: TV shows. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> like, like,
0: no, I just wanted to clarify. I, I did
1: mean all the television shows. Yeah. Uh, now, this movie, uh, a dip, Tom, 39% on Rotten Tomatoes, which still is high to me, but uh, at least the consensus, yes, I mean... the consensus critically is that this is a much worse movie than Halloween.
0: There's a couple of moments in this movie that half work, and that's about the best I can say about it.
1: Are there scenes that half work? I'm gonna, I'll, 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 re- I'll reassess that as we go along
0: because I'm not. Wow, you're even more damning. I thought that was. <laughs> you thought you were being. I th- I really thought that uh, you'd take issue with that because you're a much fairer. Uh, you you you're a much fairer human being than I yeah. am when it comes to even. That's how you know movies. how bad this movie is. Yeah, how much I hate it. And you know, obviously, I was looking for that. I wouldn't say that unless, <laughs> unless I was trying to say something nice. Yeah, of course. Yes.
1: <laughs> like your, like your Abrams well, comments.
0: What? Well, well, yeah. Let me say like, by something initially... nice
1: by first yeah, saying well, like, something
0: by... shitty. My my initial reaction to those two scenes I'm talking about would be, oh, that's absolute garbage. <laughs> but you know, if I like forensically go back over the scene, it's like there's a point in this scene where it could have been good. Uh, you to, you want to you want to tell us what the scenes good. are now,
1: or wait? Well, no, we'll we'll do well, it as we go. We'll do it All as right. we go along. Yeah, see
0: if see if we have the same see if if we have the same high points. All right.
1: <laughs> now uh, this movie had a budget of twenty million dollars. Which I think doubles, right? Didn't I say ten million for the last movie?
0: I if I, I don't listen to what you say when you when you do your business. So. Thank you. <laughs> yes, twenty million dollars. That that's that's the point at which I I scroll. You start back. going well, through your notes I scroll notes back again. from the quotable <laughs> to the top of the film. That's that's that that my when you start when you when you say rotten tomatoes, that's when I'm like shit. I got to get back to the title <laughs> so we can go from the top of the movie. <laughs> Glad to know you care. Hey, this franchise is meta-textual. Why can't I? There you be go. It? All right, a budget of and, twenty and million dollars. And this division is a. And this division is of this part of a, the a, a division is about of podcasting. labor. It's about podcasting. So. All
1: right, a budget of twenty million dollars. An opening weekend, forty-nine point four in the USA, ninety-two million dollars in the world, one thirty-one point six. They got
0: m- our money. Yes, they did so yeah this is a, This was yeah opening opening uh, night or pre opening yeah whatever, you, saw, you saw this
1: movie before I
0: did I saw it on the Thursday yeah. it came out which um, I
1: waited a whole week to ruin my birthday <laughs> <laughs> that was a bitter bitter end to an otherwise fine day yeah Oh, yeah. Tom. First of all, I just want to say that evil dies tonight is said 29 times in this movie. What?
0: (laughs) Wow. Hey, you know what? You know what? That doesn't surprise me. And you know why? I think this is a case of the the, the script was printed in such a way that there was massive duplication of different drafts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because what uh, what really struck me on this viewing was how many times we recap the Michael Myers origin story verbally in the movie. It's at least three. While also By watching it people. in a cold open. Well, let's. We're not even go there. <laughs> like verbally, people stand like, like they they stand up in the film and say and tell you now in 1960 whatever Michael Myers killed like what's going on mm-hmm. here? Like, one is too many. <laughs> right, right. Like, are seriously, are seriously, is this a case where the wrong sides were stapled together and it ended up going into the final script? Because that's really what it feels like. And your 29 evil dies tonight does not does, Yeah, it, from yeah. from that point of It, it view. only
1: supports the argument.
0: Wow. Yeah. Now... I mean, this is some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard in a film as well. It's... 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 A and I don't think they're purposefully going for bad horror dialogue. No, I don't. I yeah. I you know what's funny? That's what it is. Yeah, but I don't think that's what they're going for. I,
1: I start I started trying the other day going down a lane of, was this movie trying to do something that I just didn't understand? Was it trying to be because we're dealing with comedy guys? Were they going yeah. for the schlocky bad horror? But nothing else in this movie no. reads schlocky. You know, it. There, there's just not enough within the movie itself for me to believe that that's what they were going for. I they. Everything you see on screen is purposeful, and a bad choice.
0: I. I think you're right. I I would only go with regards to comedy. I'd only go as far as saying that this movie does exist in a sitcom-like reality. Mm-hmm um well yeah i
1: mean so much so because like you know well maybe i'll save it because it's deeper not deeper in the movie but it's but that doesn't we're not even mean, at the credits got, yet but
0: let's t- that's got nothing to do with irony and parody. yeah
1: right exactly
0: that that, that is not what they because my that note is, was
1: it's bad screenwriting it it's 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 stupid
0: yeah, I don't know if it's a byproduct of bad screenwriting or they. Yeah, I think you're
1: right. It's more. It feels more like a byproduct.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, but I also think like this is at this least is the one where... thing I'm thinking about. There's several. I mean, it's I've got I've got it. Sort of it 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 infects every stage of this film almost right from the the titles onwards. Mm-hmm. But so, um, I don't know. We'll see as we go. We'll see as we go on how how much this is just their their way of writing given their background and how much it, or how much it is like when you do things badly this is the kind of style you end up with mm-hmm. and i don't really want to go that far because i don't think sitcom writing is in and of itself a bad medium yeah yeah so right. This isn't even this isn't even good sitcom writing. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like if this if this is sitcom writing, it's bad sitcom writing. This is two and a half men level. Mm-hmm. This is not Seinfeld. <laughs> you are drawing lines in. The... I don't know why I picked I don't know why I picked those two. <laughs>
1: drawing lines. But in the I'm sand. actually happy.
0: But I'm happy with those two yeah, choices. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. I double down on <laughs>
1: yeah, that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now when this movie opens. We get the boyfriend walking down the street, right? And we're gonna find well, we're gonna make our first huge leap of logic after getting stabbed in the neck.
0: Well well go go back, go yeah? back, go back. I I I've got a I've got a question for okay, you. Okay, go ahead. What is going on with the audio at the beginning of this film? The, these these audio clips, is this from the last film? This kind of half screaming, the sound of is it supposed to be like an audio clip recap of the previous film? Did I just blank on get this? The om- I'm, I'm literally... Yeah, well, well, unless something was going seriously wrong with my streaming version, which... <laughs> um, but HBO Max is usually pretty reliable. Uh... Well, you get, so you, so you get the ominous move, music over the logos exactly the way Halloween 2018 opens. Uh-huh. It helps eat up the time sitting through all the bloated idents from various production companies yes, that we right. have to go through. hey, and, and, you know, I spoke to this before. This is a bit of a tangent, but whatever. Um, anything not to talk about the actual film. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I, I you, because you picked me up on this in, in Halloween 2018. You're like, this is every film. Like, every film has this number of production company items. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, this is something from 2009 that we've got out of. And you know what it is? It's because I see mainly kids' films now, oh, which I are made see. by big studios yeah. and not a whole lot of independent stuff. So, <laughs> you know. Um,. And also, it just increases the dread. I think knowing that, knowing what I'm going into, Right. the fact that I have to wait for it as well, <laughs> <laughs> it just increases that that uh, that anticipation. But then there's kind of like an there's the sound of like gunfire and screaming, and I'm like, what is that? What, like, why why is that in there? Is it is this right before we
1: see? Him walking down the yeah, street. it's right
0: before we. It's right before we hard cut because okay. apparently there's no other editing capability available uh, to um, <laughs> Cameron in drag. Right, right. Calling out for uh, a dead person. Um, yeah. Okay, so you can't help me with I can, that. I That's cannot, fine. Yeah. I'm happy at remaining an enigma, and I just assume it's a terrible choice that didn't translate into anything intelligible.
1: You know, what can I say other than sorry, I can't help you, but.
0: uh... So, well, I mean, here's the first big mistake. I I say big mistake, the first doubling down on a previous mistake. And basically every time I say mistake, that's what I'm referring to. Um, (laughs) We're picking up the same night, right? So this is the first sign that the movie will reproduce Halloween 2 in its entirety. Yeah, right. Having already made remade that movie in the previous In the previous movie, film. And also stating now, in between yeah. the
1: two films that the one thing they're not going to do is repeat the mistakes of Halloween 2.
0: Yes, they made that very clear. And... Uh, I mean, this is the thing, like... There's nothing there's nothing in the Halloween handbook that says you have to pick you you, right. you, you have to pick up from this the same night like the, this is their choice let's let's yeah. never forget that they decided to do this again We've talked before about the pros and cons of doing that
1: Right and we also know that John Carpenter was kind of given no choice between Halloween and Halloween 2 the producers said <laughs> This is what we want yeah. to happen. You must do this, and yeah, we, we you know it's a famous story that he's just sort of started drinking every night, hating what he was writing, and came up with Halloween too. But that we both acknowledge <laughs> is a way better movie than he says it is.
0: Yeah, sure, uh, sure, and 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 we also acknowledge the aspects of that aftermath storytelling correct. worked and aspects didn't, yeah. but. And yet, you know, this movie is in the uncomfortable position of doing the same concept right, again. Right, because,
1: and you've mentioned this before, I mean, not only does does this uh, timeline choose to omit everything mm. after mm. the first movie, yes. but they then choose to do what the next sequel did while also simultaneously showing footage from that yeah. movie.
0: I mean, that's the kicker, isn't it? I mean, that's that's the uh, cherry on top, is it not? I I don't think you come back How do you, yeah, how do you justify that? (laughs) How can you show clips from a movie that you've deleted from history? Right. (laughs) Yeah, um, we've obviously, okay, we find, so we see, we see Oscar's body hanging from the game. Yeah,
1: my note was Oscar is still very much not found.
0: Yes, uh, and then we find Hawkins' body, uh, which should again be dead, which also should not be there because the geography of Haddonfield doesn't make no, sense. No, yeah, right. I guess I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pin that on this movie. It's never made sense <laughs> to me. So uh, his body really shouldn't be where it is, but we don't. You know, Haddonfield is an M. C. Escher painting, so far.
1: yeah, right.
0: Um.
1: Uh, Yeah, and then this is, you know, I mean... Also, I take issue with they're loading Hawkins into an ambulance and he says, I'm the one who's going to get
0: him. Mm
1: -hmm. That's a promise not kept.
0: (laughs) Yeah, or that he will do anything but... exactly. ...sit in a hospital bed. And also... With the lead of the movie, (laughs) who also doesn't That's what I was just going to say. So
1: when, (laughs) when you have Will Patton... And Jamie Lee Curtis, two yeah. very good actors. <laughs> very good actors. And the yes. best actors you have in your movie. Yes. And the star of the original the, Halloween. Yeah, right. And then choose to just put them on the sidelines.
0: Yeah. The, Again, the, the, the idea yeah. This
1: was what you said you weren't going to do. Explicitly. Explicitly said you weren't going to do, and it's what
0: you did. I just yeah, it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling, especially that at the point at which they're both next to each other in <laughs> Yeah no in the same room, in different hospital beds, both of them severely injured. Like at no point in filming this did anyone like turn to each other and say, I'm not sure this is the best use of these two actors. Right. Yes. <laughs> but we'll get there we'll we'll we'll, uh, but and it's almost too
1: much of a retcon for me to take that he's alive because he had like uh, his uh, jugular severed (laughs) and then was run over
0: i know it seems strange to say in in a movie that that continually resurrects its main character yeah right but I feel like there are some things that are acceptable to do with Michael Myers that aren't acceptable to do with the other characters. <laughs> yes. You can't apply the same logic. <laughs> he was definitely dead. There was no two ways about it. He wasn't even Ronnie dead. I mean, he was like Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like that's my that's where that's my cutoff point. I'm like, yeah, I want to see I, I don't want Ronnie to die. <laughs> uh, this guy, I was happy with him dying. It was it was simple, it was clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it's messy very so messy, messy. <laughs> and also this is like the fact that we're focusing <laughs> on a guy who'd been killed off on a character Cameron that we'd forgotten completely yeah about. Right. <laughs> yes this also tells me that this is the leftovers this is not a seat we're, we're gonna we're gonna make a stew out of the leftovers and that's gonna be the movie mm-hmm. and that is very much what the movie is yeah. <laughs> it's one of it's a thin Carl Weathers in Arrested Development. You know, stew. you
1: know when you make a good stew, and then like three weeks later, there's still a bit left, and you think to yourself, "Is <laughs> yeah, this yeah. still good?" And you're smelling yeah. it. you
0: yeah. it's, it's it's Carl gone. Weathers, in
1: you're you're not sure that it's bad, but it, you absolutely know yeah. in your heart that if you were to heat it up and bite it, you would go, "Oh God." It's it's That's Carl this Weathers movie. in
0: Arrested. Carl Weathers in arrested development taking the bones from the buffet <laughs> taking them home with him making a stew yes. <laughs> um and i mean you know i i i have from what we've conversations we've had off mic yeah. um it it seems to be that the, the this is this, this point in the movie where we cut again a hard cut cuz right. there's no other cut available uh it with this with this filmmaker when we cut to Halloween, nineteen seventy-eight, I feel like this is when you were out, right? Oh. This is where you. This is this is where this is where all possibility of you ever being on board with this movie was done, yeah. right? Yeah. My point is in this scene, but not quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember thinking. I remember
1: saying out loud. Okay, I'm uncomfortable with this idea, but let's see what they do. <laughs> I remember saying out loud in the movie theater, "Oh no,
0: oh no, yes." <laughs> and you know it's another the headline of this for me is you know the same problem i have with most of the direct sequels out there which is that you you're creating a new original and your sequel is no longer to the to the original movie but the movie you've created in between mm-hmm. the two movies you know that's that's what i dislike about terminator dark fate to some extent the other halloween uh, to Halloween twenty eighteen yeah. and here it's it's so agree I mean it's so egregious. It's egregious, it's, yeah, uh, right. That's the Never word. making yeah. a never making a direct sequel ever again on the basis of this one story choice. Mm-hmm. Um and you know I sort of think To me it's it's but like they're too I think also it says to me they're too cowardly to remake Halloween. Mm-hmm. And so this is their backdoor way of doing it. Yeah, right. But they really want to, but they're too cowardly. They don't they don't wanna do they don't want to upset the fans in the way that Rob Zombie did. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'm not saying that's a bad instinct, but they also really want to do it. And they're gonna do it, but they're also gonna do it in a way that they won't own up to doing it. Well, and also on I mean,
1: on top of that, they decide to do it, but then within doing it, they the mistakes within it are compounded one on top of another in a way in which you are yeah. just dealing with the biggest pile of shit. Yeah. That I've like that that just saddles the rest of the movie with in a way yeah. that well, well, just like it, 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 it sort of just ripped my Halloween soul out of my body. Yeah. You know, uh, it made me so sad. Mention-
0: not to mention the fact that the, that, the you know, if you're looking at this in terms of story and character, mm-hmm. the purpose of this flashback, I don't think we can call it that, but let's loosely call it that. It's not a flashback. It's for Hawkins. This, is never, this never happened. Yeah, it's to retrofit a character from their direct sequel back into the, well, you know, and it's not even the original Halloween. No. This is after Halloween 2 in the original timeline has begun. Which effectively means this is a remake of Halloween 2 after you've just done yeah. that.
1: <laughs> but you're also trying to set up a storyline for someone you're going to be putting on the sidelines in the hospital for the rest of the movie who won't matter. So wh- we don't need to yeah. see it.
0: Why? And why does he need this extra... Why does Hawkins need this extra backstory? He doesn't. Like, why does he need... He does, we got I mean, everything
1: did, we needed in the last movie when he said I was there that night. That's all. That's right, literally right. all you need. I have
0: the same I have the same note. It's like I I used to know the guy. The fact that he knew Michael Myers like before he was a killer. Well, There's his the partner stuff did. With, oh, his partner yeah. did. That's right. Um, but I got things to okay. say about that partner But we didn't too. know about we didn't know about the partner, right? We didn't know about the partner. No, that's all. That's new. That's all new. Also, here's something you don't need in a flashback. A flashback. <laughs> Characters start, like, telling stories about things that have happened in the past. I'm like, guys, you're already in a flashback. You don't need to tell us about what happened before the flashback. I've written a flashback within a flashback as a joke. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. It's it's Yeah. But it's here it's definitely not a joke. It, it's like... I don't know. I think there's I think again it's disingenuous. It wants you to feel like Hawkins has always been there in the story. Yeah, he right. It, 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 he was introduced right. in the last film tenuously even then. And the more you the more you try and integrate him into the original canvas of the movie, the li- the less authentic he seems. Mm-hmm. And they're just well, you know, they the lily. I mean, you know, we we have not
1: seen halloween ends yet but (laughs) you made a, a a logical point that all of these movies always seem to feel like they have to continue on from you know keep the same night from one movie to the next movie yeah and that they don't have to do that and i actually saw a clip of jamie lee curtis because mm. I told you, I think, on Mike in our last episode that I was mildly yeah. happy that there was a time jump. Right. And she mentioned the time jump. She said, you know, Lori is still dealing with all that grief. Now, all that grief is still a part of her and her background. But she's gotten some help with her mental health. And so she's in a place where she could live her life. And I remember thinking, what a great place for Halloween kills to have gone to. <laughs>
0: Like also where Halloween to, you know, H2O. Is. Yeah, exactly. So again, it's, it doesn't feel like we're moving on as, as, as much as we should be. Um, oh, I mean, you know, the so, and we're also, we're back at the Myers house and it's interesting that, that, uh, taking shape, which had no foreknowledge of Halloween kills, right. Even put in the chapter about, um, Halloween, 2018, uh, you know, they they cut a scene right. set in the Myers house. I wonder if Halloween Kills will pick it up. Uh, boy, did yes, it. Um, yeah, yeah, they because <laughs> the the majority of the film is set at the the Maya's house, and I remember, you know, even as as recently in in our version of of events. Mm-hmm as um halloween resurrection i remember thinking what a refreshing change to go to the myers house (laughs) and for some reason this movie just sours me on that idea from moment one (laughs) right and i think i don't know a big part of it is like the (laughs) i mean in 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 theory i should like the moment where you see the dead dog but you don't refer to it you just it's just there and you go, oh, it's a dead dog. Mm-hmm. It's like that's like that should work, right? Because, you know, normally I would say the opposite. It's like, we have to have a close-up of the dead dog. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about how the dead dog. And they don't do that. Right. But again, we're walking around the Myers house as if it's some kind of franchise museum. And at this point, <laughs> it's just a house. <laughs> and this and everything that happened that will contribute to the mythos of this house happened that night. Yeah. So you know, when you get to Halloween Resurrection and Buster Rhymes has refitted the Myers house as a kind of spooky <laughs> yes. entertainment theme park, you're like, that's earned because it's 30 years later or 20 whatever years later. Sure. It's not earned on the night of Michael Myers' yeah, killing. Yeah, I mean,
1: the only pushback, I can't believe I'm going to defend this movie, but of course-
0: No, go for it. But no of course,
1: You know, young Michael Myers killed his sister years before that. Right. So it is, in the timeline, it is still that... It's the abandoned house that Lonnie was trying to get in that Loomis did say, Hey, Lonnie, get your ass out of here. So it is right. still kind of that spooky house
0: in-world. And the windows smashed because of those kids or because the mob's been there? I think kids. Okay. Because we saw in, in the original Halloween 2, we saw a mob... Throwing stones at the window. But there,
1: even though we see things from Halloween 2, this movie says Halloween 2 didn't happen.
0: Yeah, but it's happy to say that certain events that happened happened. Yeah, in Halloween two you're, you're did right. Happen. You're right. So it wants to have its cake and eat it for past sequels. Now, um, this
1: is where, I mean, I don't know why I care so much, but th- there are things happening in this house. Listen. Mm-hmm. We, there's not a person talking on this podcast or listening to this podcast that probably hasn't seen a million police procedurals, right?
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: Cops go into the building. They have to clear the building. Mm -hmm. These two cops go in, clear the first floor, and then hear something upstairs. Yeah. So they go upstairs. They, of course, choose to separate because that's a very, you know, horror thing to do.
0: But yeah, the... Because it's all reverse engineered and we need, to... Yeah. We need Hawkins to accidentally we, kill his we partner. We need him to kill that's his partner, we'll... exactly. <laughs> but what cop
1: would go into a room, try to clear it, then put his weapon down, look out the window and pensively say, Haddonfield the town where nothing happens oh my god a scary guy like the logic of it is yeah it's again so egregious that yeah that i that's the moment i quit this movie
0: oh, okay interesting well then uh, the the moments we quit the movie are pretty close together there because, because for me it's <laughs> it's for me it's the loomis alone. yes of course <laughs> i knew that that was um... your your quit moment and you know, aside from the I've talked before alike. about, <laughs> you know, I I you know, I, uh, conceptually I find it inherently disrespectful to resurrect dead actors right. um, via digital or here a combination of digital and practical masking. Mm-hmm. I, I find it ghoulish in a way that is with an know,
1: ADR voiceover of a whole of a, of even a sound second like person.
0: Doesn't even sound like Donald Pleasance, yeah. but, um, and added to that, of course, resurrecting the disrespect for Donald Pleasance that they've managed to keep vaguely under wraps for a few films, mm-hmm. um, the voice suffices. If you're going to do anything, the voice is just that's as far as you need to go. Right. But what I really disliked about this moment and why it was a you know it it was a deal breaker for me was. You they are leaning into the uncanny valley of it all, mm. almost like like the way it's filmed is sort of like yeah. it's not—it's not there's Donald Pleasance. It's like look at how weird and creepy this mask yeah. is when we digitally alter. it <laughs> It's like they're not even like so. Well, what there's I, no, What I also what does it what does it serve to see him in? Yeah, that exactly. Moment. As opposed to just here, is that's the problem?
1: That's the, that's the thing I take the most issue with is because to me it feels like the filmmakers are are doing a bust of Rhymes. They are patting themselves on the bat back, back, saying, "Look what we've done for you, fans."
0: Yeah, we've <laughs> we've exhumed a grave yeah. for you, <laughs> and and shown it to you with all the tastelessness that that act. Now, let me
1: ask you one question, though, because I've been curious about this. Because how this scene ends is with Hawkins stopping Loomis from shooting Michael in the head. Uh And that plays into your Loomis is is a crazy vigilante Uh storyline. Yeah,
0: but I I need time for him to get there from... When we see him at the end of Halloween. Gotcha. Okay. So that I'm was assuming, my question I'm assuming for you. that's not. I'm so, I'm assuming that kind of character turn doesn't happen in a matter of. I thought. I
1: I I thought the same thing. I thought that seems pretty quick, even for Loomis. Does it not?
0: Also, and also, like, what he's he's so so. Again, it's like. I can't believe I'm saying, you know, I can't believe I'm I'm like someone who doesn't make films saying this about established filmmakers. But, you know, you don't need to show something that the audience already know happened. happened right. We know he got caught. We were told he got caught it happened off screen. That's fine. That's we where told we met caught.
1: him at the beginning of your last yes. fucking movie. <laughs>
0: Damn it! Oh, um, so you know that's that's all we need. Um, and then, uh, to me, this is like the hard cut to the. Uh, I guess we'll, you know, talk. We'll get at least to the title. Yeah, I was gonna.
1: Uh, um, so I was gonna say because we're sure gonna, there's a break. We got a break coming up, this... but I want let's let's okay. get
0: through the titles. Let, oh, okay, let's get through the titles. But first of all, the hard cut to the title, which mm-hmm. you know is apparently the the stylistic signature of this this series mm-hmm. this trilogy, well now yeah it it doesn't work didn't work in the last movie i also ma- it, again this is where the sitcom style starts to permeate because this is like something you do in an episode of family guy <laughs> you're right like you cut <laughs> you cut away and then there's a there's a sketch <laughs> You refer to something and then you cut away to a sketch. So that is what this. I mean, this is this is only the first example I have of this. And I, wow. Like, you know, but um, but we're relighting the pumpkin, and now it is many pumpkins. There are as many pumpkins
1: as there are have been Halloween films. That was the that was what they did. Is that intentional?
0: Yeah. Right. Well, I I mean that came across to me because it symbolizes the 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 multiplicity and repetitiousness of the franchise. Again, something that I'd want to keep to myself. There
1: are things that, you know, there are <laughs> things that I was willing to give a pass to 2018 that you were adamantly against. Yeah. In terms of cutting a timeline out and, you know, and then having and then referencing movies that you cut out. But yeah. to me, I'm on your I, I think maybe I'm more on your your older side than you are, Cause, you yeah. know. Why are we counting pumpkins from the movies that you deleted?
0: Oh, that's a very good point. So that's a very good point, and I and sh- you're right. I should have come up with that. But but I was thinking more along the lines of the the no new insights line. Yeah, from right. the Last movie, it's like it's like oh, because let's not forget this title sequence ends with a flaming pumpkin. Yeah. It's like, unlike, unlike um, other previous sequels in the series, the sequel likes to make reference and play up its own retcons. <laughs> because you go, oh, that's right. We've got a retcon Michael Myers burning to death. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. That reminds me as a viewer that, that that's the work that this movie has to do. <laughs> I don't want to be reminded of that. You know, I want it to be like Halloween 4 where we're like, here they are, they're a bit burnt. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they got um, they got they got some melty face and you know yeah. Loomis has got a limp. What more do you need? Right. <laughs> done and done.
0: Something I was really fascinated by like even the titles make bad choices. Um nearly all the characters are named in these opening credits. Mm. And like some of these are characters that we know and some of them are not. Yeah, right. So the idea <laughs> yeah, is yeah. it's like it's like These are classic performances of classic characters, (laughs) many of whom we've just met, and don't even know the significance of yet. But nonetheless, and then it's like, and then you've blown your final credits where you have the named character underneath the actor's name, because all of them are like that. Uh, I don't know how you fuck up a title (laughs) sequence this badly, but they really did. (laughs) The ineptitude is, I mean, it's
1: in every it permeates. Of this it permeates, movie, yeah. it oozes from every pore of this film. It oozes from every orifice of this movie. All right, let's take a break. Yeah. I need one. <laughs> oh, God, yes I do. All right, we're going to take a break and then we'll be back, everyone. Evil, Evil tonight. dies tonight. Evil dies tonight.
0: Just keep repeating it. Maybe you'll get home to Kansas.
1: Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. Tom and I are back. Ready to let evil die tonight. Halloween kills were does Evil dies tonight? <laughs> I hadn't heard. We're talking Halloween Kills. News to me. The 2021 film (laughs) that is the bane of our existence. At least currently.
0: It really is. Even more so than Bane. (laughs) From another movie we don't like. (laughs) Two movies we don't like. Although one of us likes far more than the other. (laughs) I don't know why you would do that to this movie.
1: <laughs>
0: why would you? That sounds like, I, I, I do say, I have to say, that sounds like Kermit with a Bane mask yeah, on. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I've told you many times to watch that animated Harley Quinn. Yeah, I,
0: yeah, I will. It's I will. very I do funny. Like, I don't know why you I would do, do that. <laughs> I do like parody Banes. Also, Great. shout out to Doug Benson. Uh,
1: All right, I have a question for you. Because we're going to kind of, go I ahead. think we're juxtaposing within the film, right? We're at the bar and seeing Michael get out of the house. Uh,
0: we're in the bar for a while, I think. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I, I, um, well, well, wait, let go, me ask my we, question first. Okay, go. Yeah, ask your question. I don't have an My answer, question
1: is, ahead. how the fuck and why does Nurse Marion know Lonnie, Tommy, and Lindsay? Why are these people best friends?
0: uh well i mean the the, just the shared trauma of 40 years ago that's the sad yeah i think you already know the answer and it's not a good it's not a helpful answer because they didn't meet that night no they were bonded together because of the trauma because trauma is the only thing that that uh, is in their characterization in these films all right um is bringing lonnie back into this a bit of a reach Yes.
1: Okay. I thought so too.
0: <laughs> this, this is gonna be a quick segment. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh, well, again, you know, like he. <sighs> and we didn't give much play, but there is, you know. We... Again, it feels like the dregs, doesn't it? It's like who's left? Oh, yeah. Right. We exactly. mentioned this guy. Let's let's make a, a character out of him because we we killed off a lot of the characters that should have been in this film. <laughs> We can only legitimately resurrect one, and even that's a push.
1: (laughs) Legitimately.
0: I'm really surprised... I mean, listen, we haven't seen Halloween Ends yet, but I'm really surprised we don't see Ben Tramer in this movie. He is mentioned, but I'm really surprised we don't get at least one scene with Ben Tramer. (laughs) Um, Also, I I was just going to say this now. There's no particularly good time in the movie to say it but Mm -hmm. by keeping it the same night we're also making a period piece so you've you fucked yourself again (laughs) that's amazing you know um i mean not much of a period piece but but enough that it causes problems three years yeah uh well i actually think this is a huge problem for the film because it's pre and post January 6 but we'll get there yeah very much we'll so. get there in a little while um and we're picking up with the extras from the last film yeah right <laughs> exactly so again the price of continuity is that we we start with characters that we've not been introduced to nor are we invested in yeah now and
1: here's here's my other question for you did they cast those two actors? going to their party in the last film, knowing how much they'd be in this film.
0: I don't even know if it is the same actors. Do we know definitively this no, same No, yeah, actors? I think it we, is. We, nev- we never see a close-up of them. It's them. Okay.
1: Close enough, yeah.
0: Close enough. <laughs> no, I meant the, it was it was a close enough shot I, for me. To... I know you mean, but I also know that <laughs> at some point David Gordon Green said exactly the same thing. Like, yeah, close enough, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, um, but I just then... was wondering if it was, you know, because you hire an actor for a specific thing. Yeah. And giving them 60 seconds worth of
0: dialogue. As getting a, into a car.
1: Getting into a car as opposed to making them a central part of what what are we calling them? The task force? Fuck. Uh, whoever these terrible monsters are,
0: but... Well, I i mean, that said, I vastly prefer these two characters to our legacy characters. Yes, absolutely, actors, actually. You're right. Who are introduced to us as the worst white people in a it, bar. That ever lived. <laughs> yes. And the worst part of this, of the worst part of them being the worst white people in a bar, is that over the course of the next few t- scenes, we're told that we're just supposed to be okay with it. Yeah, because right. Because they've gone through some shit. Yeah. So... African Americans with your has- historical trauma, suck it up. These three white people right. have been through one night of bad stuff. And you know what we do?
1: We come to this bar on Halloween night and infect the talent show every single year.
0: You know what? One of the reasons I think this is this movie is considerably worse than Halloween 2018, even though I think it has a lot of the same screenwriting problems, uh-huh. is that. The reverse engineering that is characteristic of both movies, legitimately doesn't work in this film. Like at the very least, you can say about Halloween 2010 is is it like you reverse engineered to a point of logic, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like okay. to a logical starting point where cause and effects make sense. If you so they've reverse engineered this scene so that Tommy Doyle can get up and make and do a monologue about. Right what happened that night. Why the fuck would you do that in the with him bombing a talent show? Exactly. With his yeah. sadness. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> what is wrong with him just standing up at the bar saying, can I get everyone's attention, please? I don't want to ruin your night, but I got to say, like, why a talent show? Well, it also makes...
1: It's redundant. The movie also makes it seem like Lonnie's in charge of the talent show. He does. Yeah. But for no logical
0: reason. Uh, I, I mean, that, it's, I guess it not, not yeah. you know not that logic no, no, has to I play mean, a you're part right. in it, but you you're know, right. I just I just don't. I yeah, it's. I it, just don't believe Lonnie sad. would
1: be put in charge of no. the fucking talent show.
0: No, not at all. Um, and it's it's kind of. I mean, again, it's sort of it's sad and, also and funny. Because the the reaction to Tommy getting up, like the apathy of the audience. Yes, right. Is exactly what I'm feeling. It, yes, yeah.
1: And and probably for, for no other reason than he's telling us stuff that that audience and the audience in the theater yeah.
0: already knows. And if you want to add, if you want to, you know, if, if you want to pile on that, you can say that that his obsessional monologue also shows us that we haven't moved beyond the Tommy Doyle we saw in Curse of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. This is a different flavor of the same idea right like I say this is contr- what happened to him that night controls this guy's life there's, there's n- literally no more sophisticated than that right and we've already explored it I could say that about literally anything that happens in this <laughs> one it's no more complicated than it seems and it's already been done and it's been done before um Nancy's back Nancy Stevens I mean the actress mm-hmm. as, as Marion yes um which means that she's been in three different time timelines in the right. series. Which is cool. However, you also, I mean, you'll see this reaffirmed later, but I'm also—I'm already going, well, she's even less developed than she was in H2O. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and she's been on screen for two minutes. Like, I already know this is going to be worse and and more cardboard than she was in that movie. And it's 2018. It should be it should be building on that it shouldn't be a poor like a poor man's version of that
1: right because
0: and that's exactly what it is we
1: discussed this in the in the last episode but everything that people loved about the 2018 film regarding me too and the sort of lip, you know the, the this idea of three generations of women kind of attacking their male uh antagonist yeah we said was accidental mm-hmm. but anything in this movie wouldn't be mm. and so isn't it interesting yeah. that they had this opportunity and then failed
0: well not only failed but made the opposite point right yes like actively made made a, a, a like a a repressive counterpoint <laughs> yes. to that point that they made albeit accidentally yeah Um, this is where, I mean, at least in my notes, this is where we have the clips from Halloween 2. Yeah, that's it. Same with me. Uh, which seems unnecessary given that it no longer exists. And we have a legacy actor from that movie in the scene. In the scene. Yeah, right. Who could say this verbally if you wanted to. Right. Um, so, and then the movie starts showing clips from its own flashback, which was about five minutes ago in the movie. (laughs) So desperate to legitimize its own version of the story. Oh, I also have a whilst, note here
1: though. Well, that...
0: simultaneously showing us that there is another better version of this story.
1: <laughs> I also wrote a note uh going back to you know Tommy. Because mm-hmm. one of the lines, one of his last lines he has is we will never succumb to fear. Oh, Jesus. And that had such an ugly January 6th tinge to it that i remember thinking i think i know what we're in store for for the rest of this movie and i am gonna start hating it now
0: i didn't think it was possible that you could you could make such a pro mugger movie yeah in 2021 that wasn't like didn't set out to do that that. yeah right there there wasn't like where people weren't all wearing red hats um but yeah, no, I have the same note here that I it's like I know it's gonna get worse, but the I I feel like the MAGA vigilante rhetoric is already heating up in this one scene. Yeah, exactly. Scene. He's stirring up the idea of extra legal force as being the solution to all our problems, um, and I, it made me wonder sort of did did the because this movie was the de- the release of this movie was delayed by about a year. Yeah, due to COVID, and I wonder whether like the part the tone deafness to january 6 part of that is they they made this in a world where such a thing was unthinkable mm. and it would net like it would never it would never apply to the real world maybe yeah i mean i don't want to i don't want to give the movie that out because i have a lot to say which contradicts i i guess,
1: I guess you're right because you know i was thinking because it came out in 2021. I was like there's no excuse oh, they for They should have pulled
0: they should have absolutely pulled the movie once they right. once, once they saw what once January 6th yeah had happened completely or re-re-shot it or something. Um nonetheless I don't think they you know they I don't think they could contemplate that this would be our world mm-hmm. when they were necessarily shooting it but all then, right that's as generous as I'm willing to be and I have a lot I wasn't willing to
1: be that generous and and you're changing my mind. You're right.
0: But I have a lot harsher things to say about how they actually represent vigilantism, which I think oh, me it, too. is a likely along along the same lines as as uh, as uh, exactly how Trump would argue it. It literally makes my skin crawl as I um, watch this movie. Uh, it's, and so it's at this point that we're, oh, first of all, I, I just, I don't know. Uh, maybe, I don't know if I should save it, but I guess we're introduced to Anthony Michael Hall as Tommy Doyle here, so I'll just say, um, what a waste of a great actor though. I have the same note, you know, because because he's he, you know, he's one of those actors that that never got the as a as an adult, yeah, never right. got the got uh, the quality the roles that he should, yeah. that he should, and that he had the the potential to become. And you can see throughout this movie, he's so committed to this hideous and misguided version of this character. Yeah,
1: exactly. He
0: does all the heavy lifting in terms of acting in this movie. And it's all for naught. Exactly.
1: Like, he is trying so hard. And it kind of breaks my heart. It does, me too. To see him give so much to a really
0: shitty idea and a shitty person, like yeah. yeah. But the, but it's so interesting to me that like, given that they, given that the characterization, at least on paper, is pretty much exactly the Tommy Doyle that we saw in Curse of Michael Myers. The the mm. disparate manifestations of that character. Yeah. On one, you know, on one side, you've got Monk. And on the other side, you've got Vic... (laughs) The other side, you've got Vic Mackey from The Shield. Like, how the fuck does that happen from the same... That's from the same nucleus of the character, right? That's amazing. (laughs) But that's, I mean... It's sort of like... And yet at the same time, like, you, you... It's like, yes, in a way, you couldn't be more different in terms of both the actors, how they're playing the role the kind of character that they come up with in playing the role mm-hmm. and yet at the same time both of them on you know if you wrote out the character on paper would be exactly the same mm-hmm. it's like exactly like, like exactly the same yeah so it's kind of fascinating to me but I'm glad we have the same now thoughts, but we should talk about because we we're, we're, we're picking up where we left Laurie at this point we this is where we cut away to well I have wait, the, I have Michael yeah you know okay then fine uh, but you're right. They've written themselves into a story corner again. I mean, because <laughs> Laurie is, is very injured. <laughs> right. And her house is on fire with Michael Myers in it. Mm-hmm. So we've got all that to deal with. Um. She says, let it burn. And it occurred to me that's like, oh, yes.
1: So The movie can't even decide, though, Tom, because she's no. saying let it burn, which would make you think oh, she's worried that Michael could survive. Yeah. But 10 minutes later, she's saying, we got him.
0: Interesting. I hadn't, hadn't so noticed that. So even the movie- Maybe there's too many inconsistencies around for me to pick out any single one, but you're <laughs> right. That's a Damn pretty it. big one. Um. But it also, but you know, like it's interesting because, yeah, obviously we're we're very much remaking Halloween 2 here, mm-hmm. but Halloween 2018 is also a remake of, Halloween, Halloween two. 2. So we're effectively, story-wise, where we were at the end of Halloween 2, Michael Myers and... we
1: That's how you know you're making bad movies, yeah. when you remake a second sequel twice.
0: Yeah. Wow. And so, and then... Yeah, I know. And then... So this is the story part we're at. And... You know, you can go one of two ways, it seems to me, You could go in the direction this movie went, or you turn it into an anthology series. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, right. And I think, once again, the original timeline made the better call. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we go after the fire? Uh, and, and that's uh, that's interesting. But the given the fire well, itself... Well, now, given...
1: Yeah, I was going to say, so I'm, I'll give this movie a break on the fire itself. What
0: part
1: of it? Just the idea, you know, the the fireman, he falls through the floor. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, when we left Michael, the entire room was burning. But apparently this movie is telling you there's a little side room with a metal door and he's kind of. I'm sure he's boiling in there. But...
0: No, this movie didn't tell us that. The previous movie told us that by constantly opening and closing that fucking You're door. right. You're right. You're right. I feel like a fool for not knowing that, that <laughs> this was how they were going to bring him back. Yeah, But didn't it strike you that in setting fire to her own home, Laurie Strode is responsible for more deaths than Michael Myers is in terms of the firefighters? Because they're all getting their ass handed to them you're... because of what she did, not him. <laughs> right, you're right.
1: <laughs> I once again, that. once
0: again, our heroes are fucking monsters. Yeah, they're terrible.
1: <laughs> and 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 that's this, you know. Again, this movie retroactively makes the last movie worse for me because yeah. in the last movie, I was willing to go along with. All of Laurie's nonsense, be, uh, <laughs> base, base, You know, it's funny because this movie cuts out so much of all all the other movies, but I was yeah. basically relaying the forty years of Halloween movies into the character's, uh uh-huh. you know, gun nut sensibility. Yes, because. That movie wants you to think that she is a woman dealing with trauma, and she is like mm. they at least do that. But it's not like her, you know. It's not like her, this movie also all of a sudden states that her vigilanteism is no better than Tommy's vigilanteism yep. in this movie. So she's just as big a piece of shit as he is. Definitely. And you're right. So so when she sets fire to her own house, she, she's the one that got all these firefighters killed. Completely. And by the way, if I was those firefighters and I saw Michael Myers walk, I'd be out. Yeah. <laughs> you can have a new dealer. Let's get in our truck and let this one burn to the ground.
0: It's it's really interesting. This the the previous movie and most of this movie make like a huge deal out of giving Michael Myers real world, a real world escape clause, right? Stuff that mm-hmm. that he could still be part of the real world. Yeah, but the ending of the film denies that completely. That yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, this is all this. This, even though in and of itself might not be that bad an idea, is all again all for naught. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm going to say that as many times as Evil Dies Tonight. I think i going to be <laughs> all for naught. Uh, uh, mask, mask, watch. Yeah, the mask is a bit burnt. It's a bit burnt, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Yeah, and well, this is it's <laughs> this is singed. interesting, right? But it tells us, well, at least for this movie, the mask will not be a reset it now bears the mark of the events yeah of each sure. of the film except i've seen a preview for halloween ends and he's got a completely different mask so <laughs> that blows that theory and that was going to be a half compliment to this film so that's gone um but it if they really wanted to reflect you know like if you really wanted to see the events of halloween kills on the mask it should spawn a maga hat i <laughs> yeah. think that's the only way yeah, in yeah, which right but <laughs> you could do that um laurie's back in a hospital bed you know they well can and do here's the- my
1: note like to, to you you know we've said this several times and this has been your big thing when you said this movie chose to make it an aftermath movie yeah and one of the problems you have is that that gives karen and allison about three seconds to mourn the death of her husband and her father
0: and yet, even with that caveat, I think it's overdone.
1: <laughs> I think they should have that. But again, with lo- really bad dialogue, you know, we're, you know lines oh, like, terrible. Dad's gone. He'll always be with us. All right, let's move on. They may as well have said, okay, let's move on right after that line, because that's what the characters do in the movie.
0: This is one of my half-working moments. When Karen looks at the wedding ring and then she closes the blinds, and if they'd have ended it there, mm. I think that would have been a nuanced way to to both recap, yeah, what happened, and also to address her mourning her husband. But then we have to see a cry, so fuck that. That's, <laughs> and then, and then it's right. then it's just melodrama. Um, I I love that they try and like they try and make the hospital seem busy to hide the fact that. Would, it's the same story problem as before. It's just because the hospital is busier doesn't mean it's any better than right. Halloween Two. Right, and I'm going to go as far as saying I think this. I think they've made it even less likely for Laurie to emerge as a heroine than Halloween Two did. Sure, because she goes into surgery, right, and she's comatose for a big part of this movie as well. So. You know, like when when this happens in ninety, is it's nineteen eighty one, right? The Halloween two.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When that happens in nineteen eighty one, there's a number of factors which is like you just they just haven't thought it through. It wouldn't occur to them that they would need to make the female lead an active heroine in mm-hmm. the same way that it should. Yeah. In right. Two thousand twenty. Yeah. Right. 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 So in all respects, there's no excuse there's for n- making there this really mistake is not. again. Uh, and and to double and doubling down on it to you make you make the character even less likely to ever do anything active in the film mm-hmm. and then later on well, in the film they ex- they accelerate her recovery so that she can do anything include collapsing back on the floor and going back up
1: to her hospital well bed. right
0: but the, even the fact that she can do that is a stretch
1: yeah given oh absolutely's been through yeah
0: and i'm just like yeah but no one told you to do this. Like no, one. Right. <laughs> this is your choice. Right. Yeah, it's like don't you. You can't like accelerate the recovery process. Start just don't have a recovery process. Mm-hmm. Just have it that she wasn't as injured as we thought she was. Or don't do it the same night. I mean, the options are limitless, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the storytelling options are literally limitless until you put limits on them. Yes. Um, here's another, here's another cracking piece of terrible dialogue. He'll always be with us, even if we can't see him. Oh,
1: fucking fuck.
0: I mean, is that not the worst possible expression of that sentiment you can think of? Jesus. (laughs)
1: Unbelievable.
0: Uh, next I have the, the swearing, drinking old couple with drones. Me too. Um. And also,
1: there's something that, you know... There's something that I noticed. I think it hurt. the character's name is Sandra, right?
0: Sure. Okay. I I know I only know the guy as uh, Larry David's poker buddy in the TV movie Clear History. So there you go, Lenny Clark. Yeah. Of course, he, you you could guess that guy was called Lenny Clark, yeah, no, right? couldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> There's only like three other names his name could be. Benny Clark. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Sorry.
1: So, there was something that I pieced together watching these movies back to back, and and it has to do with the female empowerment thing too, because they do a hmm. thing with the reporter in the first movie. And then, with Sandra in this movie, where they both are holding weapons mm. that they're just too frightened to use against oh. Michael Myers, and that really
0: pissed me off. <laughs> it pisses me off too. Well, I it it, it all kind of pisses me off. Like, okay, to to be fair, okay. To, mm-hmm. give, to give the movie its due, I understand what it's trying to do. They are anti-stereotypical old people. They're an interracial yeah, right. couple. Uh, apparently, she's his maid. I don't know, but that doesn't help, does it? Um, well, I thought <laughs> she was help. like a
1: care worker. like
0: um, You know, she has a drone. They're swearing. They're drinking. They're doing things that you don't expect old people to do, right. you know, like the old lady in The Wedding Singer. Yeah. Um, Sure, but that which you know is a very sick. First of all, very sick comedy. Very, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, we're in that territory. But it's it this the the pattern, and I think it's all the way through both these films, but particularly in this film, they think minor characters get more interesting the more stuff we give them to do. <laughs> right, but it just makes them seem that much more gimmicky and cardboard. Mm-hmm. And it and usually it's tied up with something progressive which makes it worse. So it's like, oh, you know, oh, look, that that child ignores the child in the first movie. He ignores gender norms. Mm-hmm. It's like, doesn't mean it's a well-written scene just because you include that progressive detail. Yeah. And likewise here, the fact that they're an interracial couple and they don't, you know, they're not stereotypical old people doesn't mean this scene works in any respect. <laughs> no, yeah, could, no, 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 it, no, no. And it just makes it seem like a complete waste. And it also underlies the fact that you're essentially doing the same scene from Halloween two with the two old people, but I believe those like there's no boring people in this town. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. In Halloween two, there are there are people who are just boring. They're not interesting characters. Sure. And that's what small, that's what fucking places like Adenfield are like. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it doesn't make the film any less interesting. Right. Because they are less interesting. And this movie does not understand that. Everyone has to be comically heightened. To make them seem interesting, but they're actually less interesting because, you know, it's a facade. It's hiding the fact that we got nothing. We got nothing new. We got nothing else.
1: And I got breaking news. So. Oh, Christ. (laughs) Diva Tyler is this actor's Uh name. Yeah. In Halloween 2018. She's maybe this is why I thought she was (laughs) um, a caregiver because her 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 character name is caretaker.
0: Oh, she's the caretaker of the graveyard. So,
1: probably caretaker of the graveyard.
0: Okay, okay But she's
1: okay. literally listed as Sandra in the second movie. So, I don't mm. know if they cast her as the same character or Jesus not. Jesus Christ. That's how stupid this movie is.
0: Yeah. And, um... You know what else is stupid? Ener- uh, killing someone with an any energy-efficient light bulb. <laughs> yes. Especially when I
1: believe that that light bulb... If that's,
0: is that really the only difference between this and Halloween 2? Is it an energy-efficient light bulb? Is that it? Is that all you got?
1: <laughs> I also don't believe those light bulbs could really...
0: <laughs> Smash like that? Yeah, like get that deep into a neck without breaking <laughs> to pieces, you know? Sure. Well, it's not supposed to. They're designed not to. Yeah.
1: Um, what do you think of this uh, putting Lenny Clark up on the kitchen island and just repeatedly stabbing an already dead body in the
0: back? Is that frightening? Uh, it's not, or is that just uh, poor taste? I guess it is. I thought it was another attempt to sort of like show Michael as human, like he has to test out the knives before he finds the right, like, like that he exists <laughs> finds in the, the one world. he likes. Yeah. But then, you know, for that to work, he would have to end the film as a human, and not a superhuman. So right, it is all for now. So it all for now. <laughs> and also, I want, and, and then we go back to the talent show where there's a ventriloquist singing a 1920s novelty song. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Imagine coming up with this in the writers' room. <laughs> What's
1: what's this trying to tell us? Here's a, here's another big thing. I mean, I, I I put that aside because because this movie also this bar is finding out that Michael Myers escaped pretty late.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> because yes. in our
1: last film, he 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 escaped that bus, and it's not like the press wasn't on scene mm-hmm. on Halloween morning. So I yeah. don't believe that Tommy no. and his gang of of you know merry murderers were not <laughs> going to find out before this moment. True. So it's like, you know, this this movie is always shoehorning shit in yeah. for its characters in a way I think I mentioned this in maybe the the ranking episode. This movie's always cheating.
0: Yeah, always cheating.
1: Like always cheating to find to like I mean the weaving that this Mm. plot is doing to try to to get to where it wants to go
0: you know you know what it
1: feels like it feels like a first draft yeah it feels like a first draft that you turn into a friend or
0: multiple first drafts
1: yeah and and they say (laughs) what the fuck are you doing with this and this and this you have to fix this and this and that this is all sloppy
0: you've already done this three times (laughs) <laughs> right. You can cut at least two of them out. right? Maybe say evil dies tonight a few <laughs> fewer times. Um, you know what's a big cheat in this scene, speaking of that? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's actually, it calls back to the previous scene where... <laughs> and, you know, I should have known, because of all the reverse engineering that goes on in these films, I should have known that I, I genuinely like, mainly because it's a non-actor and you can breathe for a minute, um, the bartender... Giving fact, a little exposition. A non- yeah, he's clearly the non- a non-actor. And then, you know, like yeah. everyone's just talking to him and he's reminiscing. And he's talking about, you know, and then you see the bat behind the bar. And I should right. of course, I should have known that that was going to become a weapon. But at the time, I'm thinking, well, this is just a nice natural moment to break, to loosen things up a little bit. And I like the fact this guy is not an, an actor mm-hmm. and it's totally natural. But of course, you know, that's the bat that Tommy takes. Yeah. So that Old was the only hickory. reason it... That was the only reason it was there. Yeah. And then he puts a tip in a kids charity thing, right. and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to think about this. <laughs> is that a joke? I, I, th- or is it sincere? Like I'm saving kids by beating in the head of a man who didn't even do anything. <laughs> See, I, I, I thought it was more,
1: more akin to, I'm going to give you five dollars for this bat. <laughs> What did you I mean this is be- your this is your this is your tip jar, right? Yeah. This is your taking weapons off your wall tip jar?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> um speaking of ruining some of ruining movies that you like. Uh, I don't like how they play with the fugitive imagery. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I don't like this his name is Michael Myers bullshit. Right. First of all, there's no man... There's no a manhunt in the movie, so this right. you shouldn't even be leaning into The Fugitive, but you got to be a better movie to pull that... Uh, <laughs> pull that kind of referencing. At least for me. At least given how highly I think of that movie. I love that movie. I, I love also... that movie. Um, so I... Don't, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know where I was going to go. Um, well, this at, is the part where we're going to meet the
1: the inmate, Michael's inmate pal that we yeah. saw in the first movie. And again, this is one of those things where I, I thought, did they cast him in that movie knowing what a big role he was going to have in this
0: movie?
1: I, I mean... Not that it matters, I guess, but... And I also... Well, it doesn't
0: it, matter as much as it should. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that... <laughs> so, okay, let's, let's just talk about it. It's the elephant in the room, okay? The... So this is the beginning of this. Basically, once he picks up the bat, it sets in. Right. Sets this is what motion. sets in the motion. Mob, yeah. The mob, the mob justice, mentality. Movie. Yeah. Into into motion. OK. Uh, w- and what's kind of interesting about this storyline is that. It there is pushback against what the mob are doing in the film. Right. It is represented as, as a complicate something that's complicated and ultimately misguided. And at times ugly. Yeah. yeah it's, ultimately it, misguided. But... And but you're actively the, trying to make yeah. Tommy our hero. Right. But here's, but here's the thing. Like, I think the, the big... I mean, obvi- they're following the wrong guy, which is a sign that this isn't necessarily the right thing to be doing, at least within the world of the, of the film. Right. But the fact that it is seen to come from a relatable place and that again and again we're told the reason these people are doing this is due to an external force, which is uh, Joe Biden. Sorry, uh, Michael Myers. (laughs) Um, That is dangerous.
1: Yeah, right. That is a
0: dangerous and irresponsible reason for vigilantism. Because the only reason that applies to both this and what happened in January 6th, the reason this happens is the willingness and readiness of the people involved to take falsehood to aspect. go
1: along yeah right
0: that's it that's where yeah. you should draw the line there i mean the fact that you know the, the fact that it, this movie portrays well i think the that idea this... that they they've got a point this comes one this comes from a good place and two it's uh, See, i it's, don't know oh, if Michael it. michael orchestrates it well they give both reasons at different times because to me
1: i think this movie is trying at times to say how misguided the entire town becomes. Yeah. But you can't do that while simultaneously trying to make these five characters the characters that we follow, and like we're supposed to care if they live or die. Because they, ostensibly there are heroes
0: for this yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean that's that's and a you huge can't do both well. at the
1: same time. They can't live in yeah. existence
0: with each other. And added to that, so my reason, your reason, and. There's not given that there is pushback there's not nearly enough pushback no yeah no
1: no 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 when they
0: when they cross the line there's there's not enough pushback I mean there's a scene later on there's
1: there's a scene where the sheriff is just sitting on the chairs on the stairs like my boy I think we i, think, I I'm really grieving
0: how out of hand that got <laughs> speaking of the sheriff I think we I think we skipped over the reintroduction of bracket and I the only reason Lee bracket yeah um and I only wanted to mention it because it's another one of my sitcom moments mm-hmm. where I have a specific pull. The way he hears the name Michael Myers, <laughs> um, it's exactly how how uh, in a scene of in a, in an episode of Seinfeld, in a nail salon, Frank Costanza's <laughs> ex girlfriend <laughs> <Right. laughs> reconnects with him. She says. I remember it's exactly the same Yeah, right. like so much it could be a reference. <laughs> it's the most sitcomy way you could possibly do that reveal, and obvious I mean not to say of like how disrespectful it is to that actor who you know they've clearly pulled out of a retirement home to do this. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck, this is what yeah. he has to do. this is the level he has to work at. yeah, right, exactly. And I, I think it's it's interesting, like over the course of the film, because we said when we did Halloween 2, it's like one of the one of the great and bad things about Halloween 2 is Bracket's there, but there's not enough of him. Yeah, like the way they're going with Bracket is so interesting, but they just they can't like. Right. It's like you see why they took him out of the movie, but you really wish we could have kept with him because it's getting really interesting. So what's worse? And, Be, all, you know... and all of that. is 20 times better than... I was going to say, yeah. ...than any of this. And we acknowledge that that was an underuse. Yeah. So I don't know what you would call this. All right, let's take a break. (laughs) I need a breather. (laughs)
1: Because we're going to start getting into the shit I really hate.
0: Oh, you... (laughs) (laughs) I'm really impressed that you can make distinctions. I just don't have those kind of distinctions. Oh man. Alright everyone, we'll be I right guess, back. I guess I well we'll talk about it, but I guess this film does fall away from its own terribleness. At, at some oh. point. Like it actually oh. becomes it actually it, it actually doesn't live up to its own terribleness. <laughs>
1: But <laughs> well, we'll find out why when we get back. <laughs> right after this.
0: I like to think I know something about beer. They're on Facebook, they're on Instagram. They'll try new beers, they'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer-sherfers, guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer.
1: (laughs) And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We've had a good burp, and we're ready to finish up with Halloween One Kills. Us. One
0: of us did. <laughs> Literally the second we started recording. After having quite a bit of time in between. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
1: think right about now, at least in my notes, I have now, now we're back at, at Michael's remodeled house.
0: Big John and Little John. Big That's John and I Little have. John. More eccentric sitcom-like characters that populate this neighborhood with no boring people. Right, exactly. It. Like every other fucking town in America. And... Like Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone's a fucking cartoon character. <laughs> and this is, you know, the everyone's their... a wide-eyed puppet. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I would have saved this film. Uh, you know, when, when you invent a gay couple with ironic retro tastes mm-hmm. as characters, I think you're showing that there's a fine line between making a movie set with a retro-obsessed culture and a movie that's just retro-obsessed. <laughs> okay, fine. Because later on in the movie, it's very, very clear that all this is to get Michael back into a, the kind of house that it would have been in the 60s when he murdered Judith. Again, it's a total reverse-engineer. Both these characters and what they've done to the house is all to get us to uh, back to 1960s era Maya's House. You think?
1: I oh, guess, absolutely. Yeah, I mean,
0: you know. There's no other reason why they're in the movie. This is not an episode of Modern Family. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's an episode of Modern Family gone awry. <laughs> but... <laughs> These characters. I don't know. My thoughts were more like
1: you know, uh, if you if you watched episodes of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or maybe not helping. (laughs) (laughs) I know,
0: I know. Again, shouldn't be in the movie. Or those
1: modeled rehome kind of shows, because the the, that's their alibi. The interior of their house is uh, extremely green. I will say. (laughs) And I could I could just I I imagine one of those shows where they redo your house and the couple comes back in and goes,
0: oh, and we know that they're realtors, right? Because we see them on we see them on the bench. Yeah, right. Uh, We see it. We see their um, poster on the bench behind some of the characters. Um, We have a little again. We have a callback
1: to Halloween, Two because we have razor blade. We have razor blades.
0: And again, we th- this is where this is one of those moments in the movie where they think they're being smarter because they're playing the razor blade as a prank. Yeah. But again, I would argue it's more interesting before when it was just a bit of folklore that they crowbarred into the film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's more interesting when they do it. Fr- that's a really fine line with camp, I think. And I think this mm. movie. I think this movie. Uh, aims. At at camp but misses and the misses mark. And misses the
1: mark. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right.
0: And you know, I think it was on an episode with Gorley and Russ there was a definition give of given of camp which was really interesting in relation to Bride of Chucky, which is to to parody and do at the same time. And that's where camp lies.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. That's and good. In a that's sense good. Yeah, I like and that. And the mistake that's made here is we're not doing we're not, we're not doing like, right we're making it an ironic statement about how this was just, you know, this was just, we all, this razor blade in the apple thing was just folklore.
1: Like right, Modern right.
0: day folklore. Uh, Halloween 2 is referencing it as if it really happened, mm-hmm. whereas this is saying that, you know, it's just a ruse. It's never end, really it's, happened. It's just a story yeah. you've heard, and we're going to play on that. But then that's less interesting in a horror movie. Right, of course. You kind of want those... Folklorish elements, isn't it all based on folk? Anyway, yeah, it's a minor thing. It's a minor quibble <laughs> <laughs> in a haystack full of quibbles. <laughs> um, well, and, and I... yeah, this, once again we retell the Myers House story as a ghost story again. Or like, is there mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't know the story by now? They should, even someone who's only seen this movie, even if it's forty
1: years later everyone in this town I have to imagine knows the story
0: yeah well that given that but the, you at know, the it's very just, it's least been told already in this film yes by Karen right uh, or is it
1: well anyway. Tommy tells the story yes <laughs> Karen tells the story Karen tells Big the story. John and Little John tell the story there's no ending <laughs> to who, 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 who to how many people tell this story.
0: Hawkins <laughs> tells the
1: story. The sheriff tells the story.
0: <laughs> God. And every single one of those versions That bartender you liked, that bartender yes. you liked was telling the story. Don't hold that against me. I thought he was genuine. <laughs> before he was revealed to be part of a massive bit of reverse engineering. Here's the part
1: of this movie that I hate the most. Wow. The teenagers decide to become vigilante with their parents or their friends' parents' friends. No, their friends' parents. Mm. And not a single adult says no. Well, I guess that's not unfair. Karen says no, but Karen gets due For a little while, yeah. but then she eventually... And then she just right. joins...
0: And that's a that's a problem for two separate reasons. <laughs> the, the first being that you know at the end of the last film, which is minutes ago mm-hmm. in the in the timeline of this, she was all over being a vigilante. Yeah, so right. Now she suddenly had a crisis of conscience, which doesn't make character sense. The it, actually, it's a it's a straight line if you take out the ending of the last move of the last movie, but that exists. Right. So we can't. Uh, and then, you know, she she's the only one who semi-stands up to any of the mob. Yeah. Uh. But she... But also... She's talked around.
1: But also cheating. Well, I'm not... We're not there yet. Let, uh, hang on. First, I want to talk about... Because I think Tommy gets to the hospital. Uh huh. He has this line. Oh, God. The only way we stop this is if we all come together on this. I need some good people, people not afraid to get their hands dirty. Everyone else needs to go home. Mm. I need some good people, people willing to get their hands dirty. Those are two separate groups of people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay is, the, is that is it in the same part of and that's how he... i
1: know that this movie thinks they're telling a story about heroes but doesn't understand uh-huh. they're telling a story about fucking monsters
0: michael is myers is, that... is
1: the least monstrous person really in is. this film
0: and the movie doesn't even know it right, there's an interesting exactly. movie there if you know it but it, it it's not that's curse of michael myers <laughs> right yes that's a rel- That's a success compared to this movie.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I hadn't even considered
0: that. But I think that you're makes right. that point relatively effectively. <laughs> oh, that's great. So I, I want to uh, also when you put a mob in a montage, you're basically sort of endorsing what they're doing, right? I mm-hmm. mean, if you put anything in a montage, you're saying it's a good thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. But this is where we get to uh um lindsay's moment in the spotlight mm-hmm. or, or lack thereof yeah um because she's literally out of focus in the bar scene she doesn't have one close up <laughs> yeah you're uh, right she's a blur she's blurrier than the picture of michael on tv <laughs> in that scene <laughs> and you know it's it's very clear that the filmmakers have zero faith in her as an actor yeah right and they're like, let's just let Anthony Michael Hall do all the heavy lifting in this scene. Let's keep her as a background blur. Um, we want the name and the face because she's a le- she's legacy actor character, and she's on a popular reality show. Yeah. So we need her, but we don't want to use her more than we have to. This may be the only choice in the movie that the filmmakers are vindicated on, <laughs> because <laughs> when it when she gets her moment, yes. It feels like exactly what it is, the best they could do shooting around her schedule for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, And I I know this for a fact because I was watching, this was back when I watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I remember (laughs) the episodes where she went out of town and then came back for the weekend to fabricate a fight with Lisa Vanderpump. And then went back to filming Halloween Kill. So I've seen the Rosencratz and Gildenstern are dead version. Version
1: of it. Yeah.
0: And it all fits. It fits together like a jigsaw piece. But I mean her acting's terrible, you know, she's she hasn't the truth is she hasn't kept up any significant acting. No, yeah, right. She was a kid, so she's probably not gonna be good and she's not. And she's not. And she's not. It's as reality show level as you might expect it to be. It's not like she's Lisa Renner or Heather Bro. She's not even Heather Dubrow. Um <laughs> Also, I have questions. I'm revealing way too much about my
1: tastes. You have opened a window into your viewing habits that I didn't even know. <laughs>
0: that, I I am dumbfounded. <laughs> I thought you would be. I was hoping I was hoping you would be. Um, and uh, this is but this is actually one of the scenes where I thought like when Michael is pursuing Lindsay through the the wooded part of the playground. Yes, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've just thought about They're that. in that a makes park. sense. Yeah. Um I was like, okay, it's basic basic suspense, but it's okay. And then I guess it would be
1: okay if there wasn't any
0: place but one place where she would be hiding. Well, okay, that's what I mean by basic. Like, it's it's no, you know, it's... But. Nothing to write home about, but... But I have this, this is, problem. This is what you might have, you know, suspense. That's what Halloween yes. is <laughs> so yeah. I'm reaching here. But then they cut away to Laurie in the hospital room. And I'm like, well, you, the first rule of suspense, don't cut don't away cut from away the from fucking it. thing. Then they come
1: back to it, so they... They leave it. Then yeah. Michael... So she's hiding by, uh, underneath the roots of a tree by the stream. Yes. Michael... Oh, fuck you. You couldn't draw a map of Haddonfield if you tried. I know, <laughs> Nothing is near nothing. <laughs> but, but Michael stands at the edge and is sort of looking around, trying to find mm. Lindsay, and decides, ah, eh, she must have gone over the bridge. She is sitting there... <laughs> Trying her best to look as terrified as possible, and Michael, we hear the 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 knowing
0: she has to go back to <laughs> go back to Beverly Hills in like twenty in minutes. Twenty
1: minutes, <laughs> but we hear the deep reson- resonating footsteps of Michael walking across the bridge and out of her life. Hmm. Now, by the way, Michael is killed. the The nurse killed the doctor, killed Marion. Oh, that's-
0: well, well, that's I mean that's hugely offensive because, she like the best they can come up with for, uh, for Marion is a and Nancy Stevens particularly yeah is an old lady wig joke right and her completely and her not even being able to muster the um, the defense that she did in H two O right and she's killed off indiscriminately this legacy character played by a legacy actor amongst these extras we. Couldn't care less about, like as right. if they're the same thing. They're not. <laughs> one was in Halloween one, two. By <H2> definition, 0. the others, the others are a couple of guys we saw for sixty seconds in, in the, the last, last film. film, who have yet to develop a character that we can conceive of or care about. Anyway, I'll care about. And they
1: also do her the disservice by having her look and act dumb, and again. Being a woman who has a gun but is too frightened exactly. to do anything other than shoot it when she doesn't need to,
0: and that's like explicitly saying. And but, but again, it's a cheat. H- hate, yeah, well, it's a cheat. It's also it's, it's a like, cheat because they just want got got the a line. model here, which is the opening scene of H two O about how you make this character work. Work. And you're but ignoring it's che- it. It's
1: all a cheat to get to the line. This is for Doctor Loomis. Click. Ugh. No. No, no bullets left.
0: You know, that guy who looks like he's wearing a mask. Yeah. Fucking hell.
1: And, but, when, so, listen, they're all dead in or near the car. Lindsay's over past the playground. Hmm. Some of the, uh, all the kids are dead. When...
0: The other kids are dead, yeah. So when this, Tommy this...
1: when Tommy shows up, this is what really... These movies
0: love to kill kids this is in what... a way yeah, that I know. Is almost, is It's almost, almost Peter Filling.
1: It, 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 is. It, it is. It is
0: almost a crime <laughs> in and it of itself. I mean, I'm way more sensitive to that since i become a dad. But I I think even before I was a dad, I would have had a problem with this because... It's ridiculous. Kids are not that disposable, even in horror movies. Right. Not usually, but this yeah. is, this is a another the, huge yeah, the cheat, the boundaries Tom. of taste of good society. Yes, exactly.
1: Dude, that we don't indiscriminately don't, don't, kill off kids. We don't have for fun. good taste infecting this film at all. But, but Tommy shows up on the scene. By the way, that line I said uh, before, the only way we stop this is if we all come together on this, and then everybody separates and goes their own yeah, way yeah, yeah. looking for Michael yeah. Myers. And Tommy, of course, is by himself the whole time, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But he shows up on the scene, and when he gets there, all the bodies are in different places. Michael has done his sassy thing of placing bodies in places, which means
0: and and, and masking them, like masking the masking kids them as with well. the kids
1: masks that are all with from the Halloween, Halloween 3, three masks, yeah. But that means that, that Michael Myers crossed the bridge, left yeah. Lindsay, then came back then placed all the bodies, and then left again.
0: You sound like uh, Kevin Costner in JFK. <laughs> in midair, mind you. Uh, <laughs> this
1: is a miraculous bullet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't, yeah. I mean, none of these films make geographic sense, but given that there's no redeeming Features of this film, it stings a little harder. Um, I like that uh, after this, it gets, Tommy yeah. goes
1: back to the hospital and announces right. his murder plans in front of the
0: cops. Well, this is this is where like some of the worst lines in the movie are, and and I don't say that lightly. Yes, exactly. The, I think the moment, the probably one of the low points of this film is Laurie screaming, "Go find him, Tommy!" Right. Like, shouting a kill order from a hospital bed. Again, did no one at this point think that this wasn't the best use of Jamie Lee Curtis? (laughs) Nobody. Nobody thought, could we have her do something interesting? Then she says, we always fight. Yeah. You can't have a line like this after you decanalize all the instances in which this is true. (laughs) Right. And then for me, for me, the sort of, well... Yeah, it, it, this is the equivalent of putting in the clips from Halloween 2 but in a political sense where, you know, there's 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 the point of no return. Yes, right. For the politics of this film, they say the system failed. Mhm. And not this... only do they
1: say the system failed, but the actual sheriff and his
0: deputies take a back seat to this mob. Yeah. They just let it well... happen. But this is the point is where it's like if this if this is an accidental reference to the kind of rhetoric that motivated January 6th, then it's one of the all time great coincidences of history. Yeah, right. This is where I feel this is the smoking gun. Yeah. Of what this movie really feels about vigilante justice and how and how they, you know, there's a part of me, Tom. There's a part of of me that still There's
1: a part of me that still thinks that this movie is trying to show how ugly it is. But you can't do that No. And make
0: the leaders of the vigilantes
1: to, you, your heroes.
0: And you have to go out it's irresponsible not to not to make part of your movie the point, which is never made explicitly in this movie. Right. The mob believe lies and that's why they act. And that's the way they
1: why do they it. are acting the way they do, right
0: there is no See but do you think this movie thinks
1: that because there's no conversation of it but you're seeing it actively in the hospital yeah. as they chase the wrong person. Do you right, think that's but, what they're uh, thinking that that's enough? No
0: because because all everyone's saying is the opposite of that. They're right. saying this is all Michael's masterpiece. Yeah. We were driven to this.
1: You know what I noticed that really what? made me laugh out loud in this scene when they yeah. start chasing the other patient up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Tommy Doyle he says, is that him? Is that him? And he starts milling through the crowd. And he, in the process of saying, evil dies tonight, mm-hmm. he turns around and just elbows a stranger in the face next yeah. to him. Yeah. So he's like breaking the nose of an innocent person next to him as he says his stated goal of killing evil tonight. Yeah. Fuck this movie.
0: These, uh, and, uh, you know, I've already, I already, um, I think in our ranking episode, I already referred to the fact that these scenes are actually badly filmed just from a technical standpoint. Terribly
1: filmed. How yeah. does Karen, who is with the mob at the beginning, then the mob starts chasing them. Then she gets her mother upstairs and chats with her for about 10 minutes and then somehow gets in front of the mob, the entire mm-hmm. mob, who's been chasing the guy up the stairs for 10 minutes
0: and you know just bad
1: filmmaking
0: as if as if things couldn't get worse now we're going back to our uh, to our 1978 flashback <laughs> <I know. laughs> to complete a story that you hard cut away from
1: 45
0: Again, course, 50 uh, i don't know how long it was your choice An hour and
1: 10 minutes ago
0: <laughs> creating more interim events yeah that you can be the follow up to other than the original movie, which, let's face it, gives you enough
1: yeah, to build on. Right.
0: As we know, being one of the greatest movie, horror movies of, <laughs> of all time. All time. Um, and again, they're dragging the Loomis alike into it. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, again, again, just to sort of double down on how the mindset of this movie is so fucked up.
1: I'm the, it's so fucked up that, like, I mean, Tommy actively assaults a cop. Mm-hmm. And Hawkins seems to regret being a decent
0: man. That is exactly what I was going to say. The film suggests the most historically catastrophic event you can create is by displaying human empathy. Right? <laughs> Fucking what? again, dangerous and irresponsible as a point of view. And it gets worse. <laughs> Because something else you're, you're supposed to... Uh, when you use it as a plot point, you when you use suicide as a plot point, you have to handle that very carefully. Yeah, right. Right? And this movie makes two different mistakes in handling suicide. <laughs> mm-hmm. Making it too romantic and making it too sensational. Yes. This movie does both. It treats it in the slow motion, you know, fall of angels. Yes, right. Which, is, which you know... You talk to any like anti-suicide charity, but like this, fuck, this tells this is, people that this is
1: this is actively dangerous.
0: Yeah, this tells people that it's going to be a beautiful thing, and yeah. it's not. And then it shows it as pure gore and splat, right? A splatter, and you're just like, oh, so you have no respect for it in any way? Like you have no respect for this right. plot point? That once again, you your choice. What he told you this guy had to jump off a building. You wrote it. Yeah. Um. And then uh, we're supposed to feel sorry for this mentally ill man we've been routinely mocking for the past two movies. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks, Halloween Kills. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, I've got
1: more lines here. Than, I would, like, I would this... believe you when you told me, oh, isn't this a terrible thing,
0: if you hadn't created a terrible thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, like, the you know, the apologies here are laid large. What he, what, it's about what he's done to this town. He's turning us into monsters. No, you're monsters. Yeah,
1: you're just bad. You're just terrible, you chose, terrible people. You chose
0: to be monsters. That is what this movie doesn't understand. And maybe it didn't understand the gravity of that when it was made. Right. But it should now. It definitely should now. There should be an apology issued. <laughs> compensation for the uh for the for the security guard that died at January 6th yeah for this piece of propaganda made about it um uh, so now oh, there's, i'll tell you something another line they're desperate to you know uh, to to paraphrase mean girls stop trying to make this happen <laughs> he creeps he kills he goes home this is based on one single instance of this happening Right. Okay. Once again, they're talking about movies that don't exist anymore when they say this.
1: Well, but they're also trying to reference what they wedged in at the beginning of this movie.
0: Exactly. Yeah. 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 You had. They had to sort of. They had. They had to make a Halloween sequel. Yeah.
1: They had Which, they had to retcon to what was asked They had to retcon to... something
0: that was not asking asking to be retconned. It's just it's appalling. Um <laughs> I also like the fact like we've come so far since the last movie and the movie is still asking us to remember that Cameron and Allison were dressed up as Bonnie and Clyde for Halloween. Yeah. Because you know they enter the house with their guns, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's." I mean, if you watch it back to back with us, but yeah. if you're not, if it's like years apart, you're like, "Who the fuck remembers?" Who... That? Yeah, right. Um, but I didn't. I, I honestly didn't remember. And when I saw when I saw this, and he was dressed as a woman, I was like, I didn't even put it together then. <laughs> but so I get well. So this is the part where
1: Lonnie does his detective work like you said what what he, he he creeps he kills he goes home so he he didn't want
0: to go to Laurie's house or at least he at least he has once
1: yeah L- Lori's house is just on the way to his house that's where he was trying to go mhm and he takes what's his kid's name i keep forgetting
0: Cameron Cameron
1: he takes Cameron yeah. and Allison and again one of the biggest cheats of the fucking movie, because every adult that's not in the hospital, maybe every adult <laughs> in this movie yes. wants teenagers to grab weapons and come with them and try to hunt a human being.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: And feel as though they have earned the right to do that with them. And then Lonnie So tone deaf is so tone deaf. Yeah. And then Lonnie But I'm almost more offended by the fact that they get to Michael Meyer's house and Lonnie says, I can't believe I let you come with me. You guys stay here. And that's a cheat just to get him in the house by himself. It is, it is. Fucking
0: fuck this movie.
1: Also, (laughs) you know, like
0: Like, after, you you know, I was so burned by the baseball bat, which I thought was just a nice in-world detail. It's like, when you see that pitchfork, you're like, I'm not falling for this again. (laughs) That fucking pitchfork is going to be you for something. Also,
1: Big John and Little John, they're, like we said, they're fucking real realtors. Yes. So, when you're home alone, and then you see your bat
0: Psychopathic realtors. At least one of them. Yeah.
1: But when you see that your back door is open after you just closed it, and then you hear thumping upstairs, you don't go upstairs. Nobody does that. They get the fuck out of that house and call the cops.
0: Also, they did, I mean, they didn't have to be realtors, did they? Like, they could be affluent gay men without being realtors. It's only that sign of them on the bench. Yeah. So... (sighs)
1: But this movie, like you said, this movie has a fetish with killing everyone and everything. Mm -hmm. So they have to go upstairs to investigate so that they can be murdered. And Lonnie has to go in the house by himself so he can be murdered so that the kids can go in the house by themselves.
0: Right. Yes, absolutely. Um... Do, have, are, how are we doing? Have we are we doing p- on time? Do we want to? Do we want to go on? Because this, this, this is the point of the movie where the the the, the last two movies are undone. I know. Completely. Uh, I don't know if it's too much to talk about without going to another segment. I don't know, but I got a lot to say, Tom. <laughs> because this becomes. I know. I don't want to do it for Halloween kills. More but, than
1: fifteen minutes. Yeah, could be.
0: Come I mean, on. it becomes another film. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's an entirely different film after this scene. I know. <laughs> but that, I mean...
1: <laughs> Come on, seriously. He... How in-depth on that do you really okay. have to go?
0: Well, all right. Oh, so so we've spent two films establishing Michael as, as a real-world killer, and now we're being told he's supernatural. He's supernatural, again. right. Um, I mean... Not to mention that it's another Michael trap. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) It doesn't work, so I suppose it counts as an inversion, but whatever. Um... If you were
1: all the adults and one teenager is dead and one's about to die, Mm. you know that they're there. You know that they're in danger. So you all travel and just let one adult go and try and lure Michael out of the house to be chased four blocks away? Mm-hmm. That's the plan?
0: But the, again, it's like they've written themselves into a story corner, right? Of course. Because there's no way, there's no but possible it's, get, way to it's a in which huge cheat They just want. But it's also a cheat that changes the uh, whole yeah, basis no, yeah. of the movie. Absolutely. It becomes a ghost film. Mm hmm. In the last few minutes of the movie. <laughs> After telling us exactly the opposite for nearly two movies. Also, you know, like, this
1: is a small thing, but Lonnie goes into the house by himself, and it is conservatively five seconds before we hear a gunshot.
0: Yeah. And the kids are like, we're up, well, let's go. I don't know, the, given that, I, I, I think that, <laughs> that, that fits the Lonnie we know. It might, but... Without... Yeah, if we knew anything about it. It's ten seconds Uh,
1: after that that the kids are inside the house and Lonnie's already packed up into the attic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe part of his supernatural powers is that he can can make time Mm -hmm. morph. I mean, at this point, why not? When Um, Cameron was really getting
1: the shit kicked out of him... I thought it was a good little piece of acting from
0: from Allison. When mm-hmm. I, I, you know. I, well, I mean, we haven't really talked. I mean, we, we've we've kind of talked about how Laurie uh, and Hawkins are, uh, and and Marion and Tommy and Lindsay <laughs> are wasted in this movie. We haven't specifically talked about how Allison is wasted in this movie. Oh, she and is. At one point. Earlier in the movie she she has to go to the story problem room in the hospital. Yeah. Right. Where they put all right, the story problems. Right. <laughs> Hawkins, Hawkins and Laurie. <laughs> and literally, and this speaks to the political problems of the movie, the the only way that she gets out of that story problem room is by becoming a part of the mob. Is becoming yeah, exactly, a vigilante. Yeah. And this movie is trying to tell you that it's doing things for like philosophical or emotional reasons, and it's always about a story fix. Mm-hmm. It's those cheats that you talked about yeah. because the supernatural uh, retcon here yeah. is just a story fix, and sure, they drown it with Laurie's voiceover. They drown it in kind of metaphysical musings. Yeah, what is it? Like the more he kills, the more he transcends. Yeah, but that it's... kind of shit. The more grandiose they make it, the more hollow it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, this film's written itself into a story hole, and it needs the biggest retcon of all time to get out of it. Not only is it, you know, something as stupid as, he's supernatural, it's old news. We've done this before with Michael Myers so many times. Mm-hmm. So, I don't mind the super I don't mind
1: really the supernatural. I've never minded the supernatural element of Michael Myers because I No, I
0: don't mind it. I don't mind it if you're building to that and if if you want to if you want to make it the basis of your film, but don't No, don't but spend two uh, yeah, exactly. convincing me he exists in the real world and then pull the carpet out like Yeah. That. literally pull the carpet out.
1: Um And also like the entire scene is a cheat because they're filming so much of it in close-up yeah. so that you can't, you can't, as an audience member, see that there's no way these 30 adults would fail in killing this man. Even if he was supernatural, they could probably still get his head off his body. Right. And then burn it immediately. Mm-hmm. But like you said, they have to... I don't know. I really think that there's a part of... These filmmakers that thought that they were trying to show the audience the folly of vigilanteism, and if that's the case, they had so missed the mark.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. it's I don't even think it's that lofty that they I could don't even
1: think possibly think
0: that. I think it's just another form of cheating.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. It's uh, and all you know, and just technically bad filmmaking. I mean, this is all done in voiceover. Mm-hmm. You know, like the end of Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. You know, it's a totally yeah. It, it feels like a reshot, rewritten ending. I don't know if it was. I don't know if they were heading towards this, and then they they took a U turn, or they just didn't know how else to to do it. Yeah. But it looks tactile. The voiceover from Jamie Lee Curtis looks tactile. Looks seems tactile. Well,
1: and sounds terrible
0: and sounds terrible
1: and and they're trying is, you know they're trying to give you this moment in which i don't know what they're trying to do with Tommy with his wide-eyed no again a total waste of good acting but like wide-eyed close-up side shot of his face like he's realizing the mistakes that he just made that everything he did just, you know, effectively ended his own life and the lives of the people he cared about. Well, they got to it, do... It, it mean, seems they, like they're I, trying to give him this emotional, an emotional yeah. moment that the movie right. has not earned.
0: No. They, they you know, they know they don't want him in the next film, so they They right. got to get rid but of him. But then we're I mean, back they, at
1: Michael's house making more inexplicable choices. There's no reason for Karen to go upstairs in the house that all these people were just murdered in to pensively com- look out the window so that she can be psycho-murdered.
0: She's also comfortable with vigilanteism again. Yeah. Which we knew at the beginning of the film...
1: <laughs> Thought we had changed our minds about in the middle of the film. Yeah. And now have gone back to in the at the end of the film. Exactly. But... Um. You know, how Michael gets back to the house without anybody seeing him. All the cops are there. We're getting her daughter into an ambulance. Like, her daughter has been attacked. What, what possesses her to go upstairs and pensively look out the window? Nothing. The movie just needs her to die. So it's yeah. literally the most unearned kill mm-hmm. in the entire two movies we've seen up to this point. And then on top of it, they are blatantly doing the shower scene from Psycho. Hmm. Like, just stop. Stop referencing. Stop taking things from other movies. Just stop. Yeah. Be your own fucking movie. For 30
0: seconds, even. And, you know, the, the other, I guess the other cheat of this is it's not just about it's just not about they got themselves into a story hole. They need to end the movie. They need to end the movie in a way that a lot opens for a possibility of another film. Yeah. Because they have self-advertised this as a trilogy. Right. And so it's totally inorganic set to a oh, yeah. future movie. Absolutely. Um, which is going to lumber Halloween ends, however it turns out, with a lot of hard work to do it's going it it to saddle it with it saddles it
1: with a bunch of shit that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Um
1: so we're going to see a lot of picture frames, I'll tell you that much.
0: <laughs> it's going to be a lot of looking looking at photographs of people I agree. I agree. If that if that's not there then then they're geniuses because uh, yeah, it's um <laughs> So, it's, I guess, I suppose, you know, if you want to headline it, it's doing everything, it's doing things badly, but also doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. Like, there's, there's a sort of, there's a way of ending this movie that is at least authentic to what you're doing, and... Mm-hmm. We're not even doing that. Yeah, right. That's what I mean about. So it's true. So <laughs> it's true. What the, the, what I teased earlier is true. That the movie doesn't live up to its own terribleness. Mm-hmm. It I mean, I I have its a note own here idea of what it is, which is a right. terrible, terrible thing.
1: I I have a note here that there was a point in this watching of this movie where I started actively rooting for Michael Myers because I hated the townspeople so much. Yeah, you know. Oh, definitely. Michael has earned the right to kill them all, as far as I was concerned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't have really anything left. What about? Do, do you have a credit check? What are we... Yeah, I do. Um, Other than that terrible, terrible fucking song?
0: Uh, that is part of it, yeah. Hunter's an equally, Moon? An equally inappropriate yet different song to follow the theme.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so the movie's doubled down on that from two, Halloween 2018, except you know it's not written by Jamie Lee Curtis. It doesn't even have that going for it, right? Um, now I, I teased this in the last episode: construction coordinator Tom Jones Jr. Yes, whose name I picked out because it's Tom Jones Jr. Is is the body of Loomis? <laughs> How strange! Oh man, that it should be a man whose name I who I like lighted on completely by accident. accident, and then I come to do this movie, and I'm like, "This is our Doctor Loomis. That's the guy inside the mask." That's fantastic. So, uh, like, they, they were trying to on behalf him. of
1: the filmmakers, we'd like to apologize to you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't have been made to do this. I guess they were trying, you know, they were trying to fabricate a, a Bob from Twin Peaks, right? Kind of, um, you know, where they took the sound guy and turned him into the villain for the, the film. Yeah. They're trying to do something like yeah. that, um, but it's a bit different when you slap a mask on, a mask of a dead man on somebody. Does if I have to <laughs> say that bug. out loud, but it doesn't get any better. Does um, a. Cameo. There's a famous cameo in this movie. Do you know who it is?
1: Mm.
0: Not related to the to the Halloween franchise, but very well known in the world of comedy. No, I don't think I do. Bob Odenkirk is in this film.
1: Oh, I did know this. Yeah. Um, shoot, who? Uh... In the
0: well, in news footage, he's he's the face of a kid. Yes, right? He's the face of the kid. Yeah, yeah. they put a uh, like a like a high school photo of Bob Odenkirk. That's right. In, as a, ca- a character called Bob, so that's uh, you're right. Yeah, that's an, an elaborate cameo, but one which I I feel was worth their time, unlike anything else in this film. <laughs> um, uh. And finally, just the name, Donald. Open open parentheses Trey close parentheses Crumpler the third. As the gang, the gang boss, (laughs) Donald Trey Crumpler the third, and I have so many questions about this name, (laughs) about his nickname, and his (laughs) antecedents. I'd love to sit down with Donald Trey Crumpler the third and ask him about his background. Crumpler, Crumpler, that's amazing. The third.
1: The third crumpler.
0: His mother was a crumpler, his father was a crumpler. (laughs) His
1: grandfather was a crumpler. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic.
0: And that is... uh, Now... uh, We've killed Halloween kills.
1: I, I seem to remember that you said there were... Two things you half liked, but I only remember hearing one.
0: <laughs> I might have talked myself out of it. Okay. Um, no, the the the, the Lindsay pursuit sequence, mm. and the the uh, the take it looking at the wedding ring, and closing the blinds. Oh,
1: okay. The wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both of those things are, are are gratuitously stepped on. Yeah. Right. And undone, but. Okay. All right. That's it. I wasn't including the Bob Code Odin cameo in one say. of those things. <laughs> but I probably should because that is thoroughly successful. Right. As a as a gag as and a, a gag. cameo. Yeah. Maybe the only one? The only piece of comedy in the film that works. Right. Shit. Could that be true? Good God.
1: Wow. Well, I'd like to know what the listeners think, Tom.
0: I want to know where that 39% yeah uh comes from. I w- I want to hear from I want to know where that 38 of that 39% comes from.
1: I give anything to talk to Danny McBride and David Gordon Green
0: about this movie on the podcast. You know what's going to happen right? Like if you if you had to talk to them about it, they'd lock you in a room, make you sign an NDA and then say, yeah. It was it was a disaster. Like like okay, right. you can't tell anyone about this, but it was a complete failure. <laughs> you know it, right? I mean, we were held at gunpoint. Although point. they are still out there, we defending it. we were held it, at
1: gunpoint and told to do this.
0: They still give interviews where they're out there defending it, you know, and saying, "Oh really? Oh, I haven't seen that." It, you know, they're trying to rebrand it as divisive, like it's the last Jedi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a, <laughs> it ain't. You know no, it's a, yeah. That movie has redeeming qualities. This one doesn't. Yeah, Whatever you think of it, you know, someone will like something about The Last Jedi. This one, no. No. There's nothing to like. There's nothing to enjoy. I
1: don't think so either. All right. But I want to know what you think, ladies and gentlemen. Please tell us. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com. You know who he is. For Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions, Michael Schantz here. I'm from the How Dare You awards. <laughs> what can I say? When you hear us next, we'll have watched Halloween ends. <laughs> we'll be different people. Yeah,
0: we'll we will. We don't know we'll, right now. We 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 literally cannot tell you anything we, about we Halloween know, ends. We know we know nothing, except that it looks like the 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 mask has gone back to normal. We know nothing now, and I I suspect we'll know too much. Well, time lapse. Too much mask, we'll know. That's all we know. Yeah. Too much, too much knowledge. Too much. <laughs> you were just trying to get me to say that. I was. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it's too it. too much. Too much fucking perspective. <laughs> much, yeah, it li- we will literally be suffering from too much fucking perspective. <laughs> oh, it worked. All right, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Look forward to that. And say goodbye to the good people, Tom.
0: My mom kept bees before she died. <laughs> at some point in this film it really feels like we're just killing time with these people before they are killed yeah and that and this line is one of those moments oh it's like man. you couldn't this like this is what you are reduced to saying
1: <laughs> right every actor should have should have started every scene by saying really <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you.